You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, Episode 25. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, President of Advisor Solutions. Do most of your first appointments just flow? Do they seem like a repeatable process where you sit down with a prospect, in this case a stranger, most likely, and it feels like you've known them forever? Most likely, not. <laughs> in other words, most likely, they're hit or miss. Sometimes you connect with people, sometimes you don't. It just depends. In fact, if this sounds like you, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers are only hoping to make a connection because they don't really have a process for mastering the first appointment. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've been winging it, winging the first appointment, that is, for most of their careers. <laughs> and as I've said in previous podcasts, winging it doesn't work. So what do you do? Well, you really have two choices. You could keep doing what you're doing and keep hoping that you get the same results you've been getting. Or you could master the first appointment. And that's what we're going to talk about today, mastering the first appointment. So, if you're sick of winging it when it comes to mastering the first appointment, then stick around. So, why this topic? Why would you want to master the first appointment? Because if you don't have a great process for finding out the prospect's situation, their problems, the implication of not fixing their problems and helping them to understand your value, then you're always going to have a clog in the pipeline right here in the first appointment process. And here's what I mean. Most people, when they go out on an appointment, don't have a good process for making a connection. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today. See, this podcast is the second in a four-part series to unclog your pipeline. So what we're going to do today is we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, understanding what an effective first appointment looks like so you know what's possible. Second, the first appointment case studies <laughs> so you can learn from other advisors and agents' mistakes. And third, the top seven tools and techniques to use when having the first appointment so that you're ready to put the mastering the first appointment process into place. Now, before we jump into each one of these, these three things that you're going to learn in this podcast today, I need to ask you a few questions. <laughs> what would your business be like and your life be like, for that matter, if you had an effective way to help prospects see your value? <laughs> would you feel more energized and, and would you feel more empowered in your business? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learn? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. Understanding what an effective first appointment looks like. See, over the years, I've noticed coaching advisors and agents since 2004 that there's several characteristics that need to happen in order to make what I call an effortless connection in the first appointment. What I mean is, 
when you sit down with a prospect who's a complete stranger when you sit down with them, and it feels like you've known them all your life. (laughs) I'm sure you've had those. And I'm sure you've had the opposite effect. You've sat down with people and felt like there was a very big disconnect. So in these cases, most likely what's happening is they're not going to move through the pipeline. And it reminds me of a story of when I was a brand new rookie. (laughs) See, when I was a brand new rookie, I used to go out on a lot of first appointments and I'd bring a legal pad. Now get this, I'd literally have nothing on it. In fact, sometimes I'd go and grab a brand new legal pad just so it looked like it was completely empty. And I'd sit down with them and I'd open up the legal pad, the yellow legal pad, and I'd start having a conversation, writing things down. But really, I was winging it. I was hoping to uncover problems, but I didn't really know how. And I'd spend most of the time telling them about me, but they didn't really care. And I realized that really what I was doing was I was really trying, I was winging it first off, but second, I believed in the law of averages. If I just have more appointments, I'll get more success. That's just working harder, but it's not working smarter. So, over the years, I started to realize that I had some challenges, and I started looking for the solutions. And there are seven characteristics or seven things that you definitely need to have happen in the first appointment meeting to make that effortless connection. And that's what we're going to talk about next. Seven characteristics of an effective first appointment meeting. Number one, structure for the meeting. So you can repeat the process. If you don't have structure, you're not going to repeat it. Number two, a way to transition from small talk so that you're not spending half of the meeting in small talk before you realize that you're comfortable enough to move ahead. Number three, a way to identify and connect with their personality type. You see, if you don't connect with them, they're probably not going to want to work with you. And I've heard it say that people tend to work with people that they like, and people tend to like people that are like them. So you have to understand their personality type and make that connection. Number four, a way to uncover the situation, the problems, they might not even know the problems, the implication of not fixing the problems, and get this, a way to help them understand your value. Because if you don't have any value to them, they don't have any need to work with you. (laughs) Number five, a way to connect after you ask a question. Now, here's what I mean. You ask a question and they answer. And typically, most people just ask the next question. But there's a step in between that most people don't know about. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Number six, a way to close. (laughs) See, if you don't close that first appointment, you're not going to have a second appointment. Number seven, a way to reconnect if you disconnect. And that happens a lot. During a meeting, somewhere along the way, you might say something or you might try to push a product and you realize they don't want that. As a result, you're disconnected. So you have to know how to make that reconnection as quickly as possible. (laughs) But in order to do all of these things, you need to know the tips, tools, techniques, and solutions that have worked for other advisors and agents. In other words, the case studies. And that's what we're going to talk about next. The first appointment, case studies. 
Before I jump into these case studies, I need to let you know that I've changed the names. So if you're a client or former client, and your name just happens to be the name that I use in the case study, know this. I'm not talking about you. Also, as I read each case study and explain this challenge, the solution, the tool, or technique, know that most likely you have or will have the same challenge. And know this. There's always, always, always a solution. There's always a solution. So let's begin. Number one. Kevin S. is a 25-year financial advisor who has a lot of first appointments with prospects that seem to go on for hours. The running joke in the office is that he keeps prospects in there until they buy. That's the only way they get to leave. <laughs> now, he's the king of small talk, and that seems to be a bad thing, actually, after a while, because it could take 30 to 40 minutes just to hear the small talk. <laughs> he needs to have some kind of tool to make these meetings go a little bit quicker and definitely a little smoother. What should he do? Well, the challenge with this person is, is that he's got a lot of anxiety. And the reality is, is that there's no structure for the first appointment. So the solution is get structure for the first appointment. And the process or the tool slash technique is kind of a combination of two major tools that I'm going to talk about. But I call it the first appointment process because... I'm really talking about spin selling, which I'll explain in a second, and a technique called the filler formula that I created. Now, spin selling is a way to ask questions, and I'll explain each one of those. And the filler formula, it's a way to connect in between the answer and your next question. You see, if he had a structure, if Kevin S. had a structure for the appointment, and he knew the first appointment questions that he was going to ask, and he knew how to do the filler formula, it wouldn't take him very long before he masters the first appointment. Number three, George M. George M. is a seven-year veteran financial advisor who seems to have a clog in his pipeline at stage two, the first appointment. He's memorized the company history and tells the prospect anyway, all about who they are, who he is, and what he does for his clients. He spends most of his meetings focusing on this material, and then ask them if they want a portfolio review. Unfortunately, they typically don't. Instead, they just want to leave. What should he do? Well, the challenge is he has no way to ask better questions. And the solution is to have a process for asking better questions. The technique is actually called spin selling. Spin selling is a a way to ask questions, and it's also referred to as questions-based selling. So SPIN is an acronym for Situational, Problem, Implication, and Needs Payoff Questions. So he's asking questions, or when he does, or if he does, about them. He's most likely asking situational-based questions. How old are you? What brings you in today? Are you married? Do you have kids? And so on. He's just trying to find the facts. But what he's not doing is taking it to another level. Uncovering problems. Hey, what concerns you most about having enough money in retirement? Or the implication of not fixing the problem? What do you think is going to happen if you don't have enough? Or the needs payoff question. How would it benefit you most if we did a complete portfolio review to make sure that you can get to retirement? How would that help you most? In other words, 
he needs to map out his questions and to be able to apply those questions in every meeting instead of trying to dazzle them with what he knows and who he is. When he does that, when he starts asking the right types of questions, he'll master the first appointment. Number four, Ken Jay. Ken Jay is a 23-year veteran financial advisor that was in the first appointment meeting with a prospect yesterday, and he realized that the prospect had needed an annuity. So he told the prospect that, and instantly the prospect got mad because the prospect bought an annuity back in the 90s, and he didn't like it. And after that, the prospect seemed disconnected. What should he do next time? Well, the challenge is, is that Ken became a product pusher instead of a problem solver. And the challenge from that was the prospect was disconnected. Now, the solution is the same solution that I talked about in the previous podcast, which is called the reconnection strategy. It's connecting with the prospect when they're disconnected. So what he needs to do is have that process down, which is really when he realized they were disconnected, when he disconnected by talking about a product, he needed to explain why he was talking about a product and then go into the story, into a story, about how somebody else has gone through the same thing and the annuity was the right thing for them and then reconnect. Can you see why having at least looking at the right product could be good for you? Or he could back away from the whole thing and just explain that he's been through this before and tell a story about how that product helped someone else. The point is, if he doesn't have the reconnection strategy, he's not going to make the connection. And that's what happened to him in that case study. But once he applies the reconnection strategy, it won't take him long to master the first appointment. Number five, Kevin S., is a 25-year financial advisor veteran who is attempting to decrease his small talk during the first appointment. He fully understands spin selling, and he's applying it in every single first appointment. In fact, he can't wait to ask the next question. However, he's noticed that, for some reason, he's turning people off by asking question after question after question. And it seems more like an interview or an interrogation to them, I think, than it does to Kevin. So what should he do? Well, the challenge is is that he's turning people off by asking questions and too many questions without connecting in between. And the solution is to fill in the conversation to make a better connection. And the technique is something that I created called the filler formula. Now, the filler formula is just what to do in between these questions. In other words, instead of question, answer, question, answer, how old are you? 55. Are you married? No. Do you have kids? I've got two. Are you divorced? Yes. And so on. Instead of just doing that question, answer, question, answer, slowing down and jumping into one of the five forms of filler, which I'll get to in a second. And once he knows how to do that, He's going to master the first appointment. Number six, Kevin S. listened to your coaching recommendations in the last coaching session, and he thinks it seems to be working. But after role-playing the first appointment process, he realized that he was only using two out of the five forms of filler. Those two that he's using 
are acknowledgement and stories. In fact, he told four stories in the last role play. And he kind of sounds like a know-it-all. What should he do? Well, the challenge is, is that he's telling too many stories. The solution is to use all five fillers and only one story, if need be, during that meeting, that first appointment process. So the technique is the filler formula. And inside the technique are the five forms of filler. And here's what they are. Number one, acknowledgement. That would be something like, uh-huh, okay, I see. So you'd ask a question. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What brings you in today? They'd answer, well, I, I thought I'd come in today because I'm 55 and I'm thinking about retirement in 10 years. And I want to make sure I have enough money. Okay. That was a filler. Just saying okay. The second form is curiosity question. Curiosity question gets them to talk more. So if we were to do that same scenario, I would say, well, tell me a little bit more about that. Why do you think you need to know today? In the third way, a quote or a phrase. Now, it's a powerful process when you throw out a quote. But if you do too many quotes or too many phrases, it can send the wrong message. And number four, telling stories. Now, that's Kevin's challenge. He's telling too many stories. And by the time they get to the second or the third story in a row, they think he's a know-it-all. And number five, empathetic listening. Empathetic listening is just letting them know that you heard them. And there's four levels to that. Mimicking, rephrasing, feelings, and rephrasing and feelings. So it might sound something like this. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What brought you in today? Well, I'm 55 years old. I'd like to retire in 10 years, and I don't know if I'm going to have enough money in retirement. Sounds a little confusing to know if you have enough if you've never done a, a financial plan. Is that right? Notice what I just did there. I did empathetic listening. I just rephrased the feeling first off, and then I rephrased what I heard. So once Kevin does this and use, uses all five forms of filler, he'll master the first appointment. Number seven, James K. is a rookie financial advisor with two years of experience. <laughs> He's been seeing some success. He had a first appointment with a prospect who said to him, I'm not really sure how we're doing with our investments. Then, he seemed to turn off the prospect by telling them what they needed to do. <laughs> what should he have done instead? So the challenge is, he wasn't hearing what I call the key closing phrase. The solution is to hear the key closing phrase and know what to do with it, which is the tool or technique, which is called the agreement close. I talked about that in the previous podcast. The agreement close is agreeing with them. It's only three steps, agree, benefit, and close. Now, it's something to note here that when you agree with someone else, it's very difficult for them to disagree with you. You just agreed with them. So in this case, the next time he's on a meeting and they say, you know, I'm not really sure how we're doing with our investments, he could simply say, well, that's exactly why we need a, a portfolio review so we can find out how you're doing compared to the market. Is that something you're interested in? Agree, benefit, and close. See, when you do that, it doesn't take long before you start to master the first appointment. Number eight, Amy P. is a veteran insurance agent with 
35 years of experience. She prides herself on being organized during the first appointment by taking at least two pages of notes with every prospect. It helps her to put together the right insurance recommendations. However, she has a hard time getting prospects to want to meet with her again. She understands spin selling, but something is not working for her. What should she do? Well, the challenge is that she's not getting the second appointment after doing spin and having so many notes. And so the solution is always get the second appointment. But the question is, well, how do you get the second appointment? And the way to do that is what I call the spin selling summary. So here's what she's doing. She's got two pages of notes most of the time, maybe even more. But what she's not doing is summarizing her notes. And what she's not doing is summarizing the answers to the questions that she heard. So spin selling, which I talked about before, is all about asking the right questions. And if she writes down the answers and she takes a piece of paper and she splits it up between three different sections, the top section, the answers to all the situation or all the facts, the middle section, the answers to all the problem-based questions, all the problems that she's hearing. And the bottom section, the implication of not fixing all the problems. She could summarize her answers by simply saying, hey, you know, I've actually got about two pages of notes. Do you mind if I just summarize what I wrote down today? Just so I understand if we can understand if we're on the same page, no pun intended. And they'll most likely say, sure. And what she would do is she'd say, well, it sounds like to me you're 55 years old. You'd like to retire in 10 years. You haven't had a financial plan. You don't know if you have enough money to retire, and that's why you're here today. Exactly. And your biggest challenge, your biggest concern, is that you won't have enough money. And if you don't have enough money, then you don't know what you're going to do or if you need to work into your 70s. Is that right? Exactly. That's right. And if all of this comes to fruition and you don't have enough, you may not even have a job in your 70s. Or you might have a hard time finding a job. Or you'd have to refinance the house or downsize. Or I don't know what you'd do in retirement. Neither do you. Does that sound about right? That person would say, yeah, it does. Well, how would it help you most if we got together next week and I did a full financial plan that showed you what you'll need in retirement, how much income you might have in retirement based on what you have now, and what happens to your family if you don't make it to retirement? How would that help you most? And right then and there, that person is going to tell Amy P. the value of the second appointment to hear the recommendations. And that is how you master the first appointment. Number nine, Joe H. is a 10-year veteran financial advisor who's pretty outgoing. Recently, he had a meeting with a, a first appointment meeting, that is, with a couple in which she was an extrovert and he was an introvert. And there was definitely a disconnect between him and her husband. At any rate, he definitely did not get the second appointment. What should he do next time? So the challenge is, is that he's not connecting with one of the two in the couple. And he's not connecting with the one that is the opposite personality type as him. So the solution is connect with both. And the technique is really this. It's called personality-based selling. Personality-based selling is being able to identify a person's personality 
to understand their hot buttons and connect with their hot buttons and avoid their cold buttons. And in addition to that, speak their language to make that connection. So his challenge is that he's not connecting with everybody, especially the people that are opposite to him. But once he learns personality-based selling, he'll master the first appointment process. Number 10. Amy P. again noticed that something during the first appointment that she had with a prospect had gone wrong. She had asked the prospect about policies that they owned but didn't understand. When she tried to explain what they have, they were even more lost. What should she do next time? Well, the problem is, is that the prospect is not understanding what they have. The solution is that the prospect obviously needs to understand what they have. But what's the technique to help them understand? The technique is story-based selling. Story-based selling is a process. I've narrowed it down to a four-step process of intro, explaining a little bit about why you're, what you're talking about. The story-based selling statement, it reminds me of a client that I had years ago. There's an example. The story and close. Intro, story-based selling statement, story, and close. You see, when Amy's able to tell a story to explain something that they have or what they need to make that thing, whatever it is, that product or service that's complicated, very simple because she's connecting it with something that they fully understand, then they'll get it. They'll understand the why. And that is how you master the first appointment. Now that we've looked at 10 different case studies, are you starting to see that you've had some of the same challenges? And if so, then you know that in order to get past these challenges, you need to apply the tools and techniques I've described in the solutions. And that's why we're going to go and take a more in-depth look at these tools next. Understanding the tools and techniques to use in the first appointment. So, I told you that we'd covered three things in this podcast. First, understanding what an effective first appointment looks like so that you know what's possible out there. Check, we did that. Second, the first appointment case studies so that you'd learn from other advisors and agents. Check, we did that too. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the top seven tools and techniques to use when applying the first appointment, that is so that you're ready to put the Mastering the First Appointment system into place. And I've briefly covered these tools in the case studies. And now, I'm going to show you where you can find more information about these tools. So let's take a look at the top seven tools. The top seven tools and techniques to use when making the first appointment. So we're going to talk about tools and techniques, and I'm going to elaborate on where you can find more information about these tools and techniques that I've talked about in the case studies. So tool number one, spin selling, or questions-based selling as it's known. I did a whole podcast on this, episode 17, Mastering Questions-Based Selling. You're going to want to go back and listen to that one because in that podcast, I explain how to do questions-based selling and how to create the questions That'll help people to understand not only that you understand the situation, but that you've uncovered problems 
the implication of not fixing the problems, and they've told you your value. Number two, spin selling summary. Now, that's also in episode 17, Mastering Questions-Based Selling. And it summarizes the situation, the problem, the implication of not fixing the problem, and then how to do the needs payoff question. <laughs> Number three, the five forms of filler. I briefly covered that, but I covered it for an entire half an hour <laughs> in episode 19, the filler formula. So you're going to want to go back to episode 19 because I'm going to talk about the five forms of filler, which are number one, acknowledgement. Number two, curiosity question. Number three, stories. Number four, phrases or quotes. And number five, empathetic listening. <laughs> and the fourth tool, the filler formula, which I cover obviously in episode 19, the filler formula, which is just question, answer, filler. I did a brief example of that in this podcast, but when you listen to the episode 19, you're going to hear what it sounds like for each one of these five forms of filler. Number five, personality-based selling. I will do a podcast on that. But really what it is, it's a process for understanding and uncovering the prospect or client's personality type. See, there's four major personality types, commander, organizer, relator, and energizer. If you don't know what they are, you're probably not connecting as well as you could be. And number six, story-based selling. Here again, I will do a podcast on that. There's four steps to this. I mentioned it briefly, and they are intro, story-based selling statement, the story, and close. And number seven, the agreement close. I covered that in the previous podcast, but I also covered that in episode two, Understanding Greenlight Moments. So what the agreement close is, it's just a three-step process, which is agree, benefits, and close. <laughs> now that you've heard all of the tips, tools, techniques, strategies, and solutions to have a successful first appointment, all you need to do now is go apply them. And once you do that, you'll master the first appointment. Well, before we go, let me tell you one last story. It's a story of a 20-year veteran financial advisor client of mine that I worked with years ago. He was setting a lot of first appointments, and he was going on those first appointments, but they weren't turning into second appointments, so he had a clog in the pipeline. See, what he'd do in the first appointment would be he'd tell them the company story. In fact, the company told them to tell them the company story. So he'd sit down and tell them all about his company and all about himself and his background and how he invested money and how he helped his clients and so on. But they didn't care about that at all. See, what he wasn't doing was uncovering the situation and he wasn't uncovering the problems that they had or the implication of not fixing the problems. And he wasn't showing his real value. So we role-played. We role-played all of the tools that I described. We role-played spin selling, the filler formula, personality-based selling, story-based selling, the agreement close, and of course, the spin selling summary. And he quickly unclogged that pipeline in stage two. <laughs> now, he always sets that second appointment. In other words, he's mastered the first appointment process. 
Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time. We'll be right back.